Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down things each week to make you say a thing that's top of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. And our co host, Eli, is. Uh, well, uh, after he recovered from uh, the Death Nut Challenge, which took a great deal of time, uh, it was very unpleasant. He uh, is now uh, on a mission. He's got this is a bucket list thing for him to attend uh, every wedding that takes place in the uh, uh, contiguous 48 United States between now and the end of the summer, so as well as he Mexico. Is, he is currently out of the country attending. He, that's true. Um, Those he yeah, just so, does for the love of the game. That's not even part of breaking the record or anything. Right. He this just is not loves part of going the to weddings that much. Yeah, and he's officiating as many as he's allowed to officiate, depending on uh, depending on the bride and groom. So he's he's going to be gone for a while. Um, but uh, do they have a max amount of weddings you're allowed to officiate? Do the weddings I, like stop counting after a certain point? Yeah, I don't. That's a that's a good question. I mean, I think you can do it as long as you get one of those printed out things. Um, I know my dad did it for one of my sister's friends, so I think there's not a whole lot required. I think Eli's done there's it too. There's just an actually. unlimited an unlimited amount. They're like yeah. officiate. All the weddings. It's if fine. you pay up for the the big, you know, there's a certain plan you can pay for, and then you get unlimited uh, wedding wedding power, I guess. Um, but he will be back. Uh, we're told uh, for the very exciting, which we announced over the uh, the end of the, uh, this past week uh, for the live show on August fifth that we have at Caveat in New York. We're gonna have a link in the description. Um, seven p.m. Thursday 7 PM, evening. Yeah, Thursday night. Prime time. Prime location. The Lower East Side, the famous neighborhood that you remember from, I don't know, that show How to Make It in America, I think, on HBO about making jeans. Um, anyway, so Is that's... Is that what the show was about? That's wild. It was mainly about me. Yeah, it was like about hustling. So one of the okay. guys was making jeans. Um, Louis Guzman was making an energy drink, I think, was what... It, so anyway, and Finch... So it's like that that uh, TikTok of the entrepreneur house that was yes. going around Twitter yes. this week. Where they were all paying $1,100 to live in an illegal... Uh, yeah. 16 person mansion or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so live show caveat. Uh, there are live streaming and in person tickets available. So if you're not local or if you're not comfortable going to a, a, uh, you know, live event, you can do it that way. And, uh, they require, uh, proof of vaccination at the door. So no need, no need to worry about that. And, um, they, uh, it's 21 plus. So sorry to, um, younger listeners. Uh, and we will have a special guest as well, yet to be announced on the show with us, a.k.a. Correct. The most famous person who will say yes to us. So <laughs> stay tuned to find out who that is. It'll be yeah. exciting. It'll be, uh, but anyway. Joe Biden. Now that, <laughs> Joe Biden. President Joe Biden. Now yeah. that is all out of the way, our special guests have been waiting extremely patiently while we did all of that. Uh, please welcome Brody Gupta and Dylan Galula of the Lecture Hall podcast. Hi, guys. Hello. What's up? Hello. How's it going? I don't know. I over what we're hearing. I mean, <laughs> no. T- Just talk. Just talk ignore that it. it's happening. Disrespect yeah, so. Shelby's sound clips. That is okay. <laughs> still going on. Yeah. It's a very long herald. Yeah, like sound drop. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um. Anyway, hey guys, how's it going? Who does the intro for your pot? Who is that? Uh, that oh, is uh, a friend of the show, Dan Chamberlain, who is a. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, to we Dan. have a bunch of weird outtakes of him uh, from that recording on the soundboard as well. And he just, I, that's just fully yeah. his voice all the time. It's no, great. Yeah. Sneeze, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Shelby's basically plugged into the, the soundboard, like the iPad. There's like a jack in his brain or something because he's able to pull the clips sort of, and abnormally fast. It's kind of, uh, it's like Bumblebee and the Transformers, how he can like use radio clips to talk. You know, that's, that's kind of his thing. There's no such thing as a coincidence. There we go. So um. that's yeah, that's a recent. We we're trying. I was trying to think of the the recent soundboard hits. I feel like that guy's that guy oh, is man. such a star. Like his, I love him. So alive. Yeah, I love him. I I feel like people are like afraid of him or like just they they like have a very visceral reaction to that guy. And my visceral reaction to that guy is that he rules. Yeah. Well, people don't. People are afraid of artists. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, who are, like doing something genuinely interesting. That's terrifying. It's true. He's just a rare bird. People got to respect it. Yeah. And that lady did a Homer Simpson scream, which I also respect. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> that's, that's a, that's a, that's a weird one to find out that you have in the chamber when, uh, in the moment when you're not prepared for something. I, that's a, uh, you know, I don't know that I've ever been, I, I've, I've been like startled enough to make a noise, but I don't think I've ever like had to full on scream. And I, you know, I, that's a, like that's an insult to injury thing that would happen. You know, if a guy shows up with an ax or whatever, and you find out that you have an embarrassing scream or something, you know, like the involuntary noise, oh, come on, dude. It's not. What you're yeah. Doing. Do you think he would, do you think he wouldn't kill you then? Because he would be like, Oh, maybe you living is the worst. <laughs> it probably depends. Knowledge. Yeah. It depends on the scenario. Like if, if I'm on the wrong end of like a curse or something, I think he probably has to go through with it. You know, if he's like a possessed guy or something like in a, we just watched that uh, uh, the Netflix like Fear Street or whatever, which is like they have like a it's like a trilogy of horror movies, and the the bad guy in the second one is like a guy with a burlap bag on his head and an axe. And that guy, I don't think he really has the uh, the discretion to not kill people. I think he just has yeah. to if he sees you, you're dead. So we're talking uh, like classic murder, no yeah. supernatural crime yeah. of opportunity. He like Lizzie, like Lizzie Borden, would she just be like, okay, you know what? I don't need to give uh, forty wax to you, um, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know what? If I were the axe murderer that was like about to kill someone who it turns out has a really embarrassing scream, I think I would wait to kill them until after Halloween Why? of that year. Because Halloween is obviously a very scary day, and so then that person would yeah, be very embarrassed that all day the- because they would probably be screaming. That's true. So I do. Much. I do scream a lot on Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> it's notoriously the scariest day. day of the year. I mean, talk about fear street. That's Halloween. <laughs> That's all of Halloween. It's the that fear whole day. highway. Really? Um. Yeah. It's the fear highway. <laughs> and um, much like uh, the Hotel California, you can check out anytime. That's you true. Like. You can you definitely can check leave. out of a highway. <laughs> you can't leave. But you can't leave. That is what they say. You can't leave. Highways. It's a famous expression. Um, 
I mean, the Eagles don't write anything unless it can also be applied. <laughs> yeah, that's to true. A Glenn Fry, Fry was very ser- uh, serious about that. You can you can find in that documentary where they're all very humorless. Um, it turns out uh, that's that is there. There's an Eagles thing. documentary where they like are up their own asses. About I, oh, I think Eagles. that's just. I I think so. I, I I can't remember what I've seen, but I know I know like Don Henley apparently has a reputation as being kind of an unpleasant guy, which I find very funny considering he was like an adult contemporary guy after he left the Eagles and just the just the Eagles in general like their music is not um like it's not Gigi Allen it's not in your face so the idea that they're like kind of you know uh yeah I like that I don't know Um, yeah it's it's kind of like the Doors thing where it's like really popular but if you think about any of the words in the songs for more than like two seconds you're like this is nonsense this is not about anything yeah I feel like we were the we, we grew up uh like I was like, I, I knew people or like people's older brothers had like the Jim Morrison, you know, or older or whatever, had like the Jim mm-hmm. Morrison, you know, poster or whatever. And I, I'm of the age where it's like, wait, this sucks. Like, I, I'm so I'm removed enough from it that it's like this music is not good to me. And also the lyrics are nonsense that everyone thought this guy was a genius, but he kind of seems like a, this isn't like the most intelligent stuff I've ever heard in my life. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to pass. Um, not a fan. He of probably the way should have just been played. like a hot guy on a poster. I feel like that's like a better destiny for him because it was seems, a very good poster. That seems like the yeah. I mean, if 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 Jim Morrison were born like I don't know what it would be like twenty five years ago, I guess, and was just now, he would just be like a probably like a TikTok guy or something, right? That seems like the path of least resistance for hot people to just be famous or whatever. Maybe I don't know. Thoughts? I feel like you know the poster <laughs> of the two black and white, the like black and white poster of the women kissing in their underwear. I do. I went to college in the... Yes. Yes, I'm familiar. I feel like Jim Morrison is like a hybrid of those two women. If their kiss fused them together into one man. Interesting. He's just like an icon. He's just a poster guy to me. That's what... I think he's just all of the Pink Floyd bots merged into one person. (laughs) Are you familiar with the Pink... You know the Pink Floyd... Yeah. Can we get a college poster power rankings here? I feel like uh, the... the, Because it's funny how people's taste... Don't or I mean like the because I think maybe they don't do this anymore because I'm 100 years old. But I remember like a month after or a few weeks after I moved into college or right when we moved in, they had like a poster sale like at the, you know, Mm -hmm. in like the student center where there was just like these huge books with sleeves of posters that you would buy. And so like people were all buying from the same closed universe of posters anyway. And then you have the subset of people that have similar tastes. So you're just like, okay, I want a, a Bob Marley I want a, uh, you know, um, yeah, the girls kissing or the Pink Floyd butts or what's another, what's another good one from then? Uh, oh, the uh, okay. girls have Audrey Hepburn, Breakfast at Tiffany's picture. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, the, uh, the, yeah. um, the kiss, Gustav Flint's the, the kiss. Yep. Um, the, what's like the, I don't know, I don't know how to do the French, but like, uh, the, the black cat, but in French that like, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The black cat that's like, uh, it looks like yes, yeah, exactly. yeah it looks like a playbill about that cat. Yeah, um, maybe something if you're a little crazy about like uh, when they had cocaine back in wine from the old days. So like it was one of those old posters for like a, like an ad for like when they had like a you know or, or like an absinthe poster or something like that mm-hmm. to show that you're kind of more cultured. Um, I'm trying to think what else. So um, I like the, my apartment that I live in now. Yeah. Uh, when I moved in, there were two. So I live in a three bedroom and there were two women who already lived here. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's like ev- that is what this apartment looked like when I moved in. 
it was like all they're very nice i really liked them they were very good roommates but they're they're like all of the posters were like uh they had the black cat they had the absinthe bottle poster like i was moving into a very basic apartment and uh well-behaved women never make history but somehow that's a poster we have a magnet of that on our fridge that is left (laughs) over from where when they lived here that's i feel like fridge magnet has sort of come back around and replaced like the aim profile because i feel like that's where that quote would be located like in the in the early 2000s was uh I would love if there was a fridge magnet that said, shh, there's Ooh, that's a good here. one. Like, instead yeah. of on a mug, I would love if it was, if it was just repurposed yes. as a fridge or like magnet. The, yeah. Like, why like, is that where you keep it? I, I like the idea of, like, a, like a, like a, like a <laughs> gross, like, guy's college house, but they buy up all of the, like, uh, like yoga wine mom, like like the, <laughs> like those like blocks of wood that you can buy at like at like beachside, you know, like a the friend of the Shatai McNamara has the um the the one the best one that I see I have now seen in the wild, which I thought like it's like he he put, produced a picture of it because it sounds fake, but it's like a yoga class. I thought you said pour a glass, which is just like not even close to a joke. It's like not <laughs> it doesn't really sound. I like, like those. <laughs> I think it's great. Can I tell you something? I cannot wait to become yes. exactly that person. Like that's that's absolutely what my just like what I'm barreling <laughs> towards. We see other pictures of those like, all the time because they make us smile. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they're yeah. for. Like that like, means the- they're effective at what they're aiming to do because yeah. uh, they're delightful. <laughs> I mean, becoming a- all I want to do is sit with like sit next to a pool with a really fun drink and a beach read and talk about uh talk to the other moms whose kids yeah. are in college now. Yeah, I mean it's that's a good life. I I think about that a lot with like with comedy stuff cuz I know these comedians who like they are their demographic that they appeal to are like midwestern suburban moms and those people are fucking ride or die for like entertainment and stuff that they like. Like that is the demographic I would love to get into yeah. because they are like the most loyal, wonderful fan base. Yeah. That's like my mom and princess Diana. And- yes. Yeah. If you like princess yes. Diana, you're like, you're who I want to yeah. <laughs> appreciate me. Yeah. I think I, I, I don't know if she woke me up or not, but I remember my mom gave me the news that princess Diana had died. And it was like, it was, I, I, that's a thing I remember from when I was a kid and I have a very Moms bad memory. Of that. But yeah, R. it was R. like, yeah, there's a, there's a generation of mothers who are like one huge thing that happened to them in their lives is yes. that Princess yeah. Diana. It died. happened to them. Like that's how important it and was. And they're not and they're not yeah. British. They're not of British descent. They just liked her. That's all it was. Oh. Well, one time when I was in college, my mom called me. She did not say hello. She took a deep breath and said, this is why she was the people's princess. And then just listed a bunch of good things about Princess Diana. And I was like, that's great. Thank you. Thanks. Talk to you in like two weeks, I guess. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I remember I was like microwaving soup when she was talking about Princess Diana. 
And then I, yeah, then I was like, I'll, I'll see you in a bit. It's 2016. <laughs> Not anywhere really near an anniversary. Just a thought she had that she needed to share. I feel know? like that's a, that's, that's also like a gateway yeah. to conspiracy maybe that I think is overlooked is like how, like her car just crashed. The driver was just drunk. Like what? Like, come on. Like this is, they wanted her out of the picture. And, but, um, you know, I, we don't have to get oh, into yeah. that. I, I, I want to say, Brody, you're right. Like I have a, um, it's aspirational to me the idea of being somebody. I wish I could take like the pills they take in equilibrium where you don't feel anything, but I could take like a reduce a layer of irony so I could just become like a guy who love like still loves the current episodes airing of Walking Dead. Like I was like, you know what I mean? Just like become somebody who just consumes the world on just like yes, like I I love uh, Daryl from The Walking Dead. I think he's badass, and I'm gonna put a, a bumper sticker on my car. Um that says like zombie apocalypse protection squad or something. It has become one of those people because that seems like it's, you know, uh, it seems more enjoyable than kind of yeah, whatever I, I, I think what you're describing is like a well-adjusted person. Yeah. <laughs> I would also yeah. like to become one of them. Oh, I, I was going to say that, um, I think lobotomies <laughs> should be legal again. I yeah, mean, get, if they're voluntary, the crayon, the crayon in the brain, like in the Simpsons, you know, only the reverse, <laughs> it turns you into the, yeah. So you put it, you put it back yeah. in and, uh, you know, that's much yeah. better way to live. Yeah, I mean, as long as if nobody, if you can decide to get one, other people can't decide that you need one. Why not? It's it's like the end of Shutter Island. Sorry yeah. to anyone who has not seen the 2010 <laughs> film Shutter Island at this point, but that's yeah, it's like that. Do they give somebody a lobotomy at the end of that? What happens? Well, it's, I've it takes seen place- that movie. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, again, uh, skip ahead about thirty seconds, I guess. Uh, uh, DiCaprio it turns out is actually the insane guy he's hunting for. They, they the whole thing right. is like allowing him to think he's like a treasury agent or whatever, and instead of like reckoning with the fact that his wife killed their kids and then ki- and then killed herself or whatever, or he killed her, whatever it was. Anyway, um, he then uh, decides to consciously like basically. Uh, pretend that he did not get cured and then they have to lobotomize him basically they're like if this doesn't work we're like you know gonna zap you or whatever get the little hook in there and uh, at the end he just basically like seemingly consciously slips back into it and then uh, walks away so I saw that movie at a at a drive-in which was a I feel like that's a weird movie to see at a drive-in it's not like it's no Jurassic Park it's a lot of like a lot of talking. I don't want to see talking at a drive-in. I want to yeah. see big set pieces and loud noises. You yeah, know? I feel like I feel like if, if even though she's only in it for a little while, if Patricia Clarkson is is in uh, the movie, it's probably not. Might not be a drive-in like blockbuster type movie. Yeah, Shutter, yeah, yeah. Shutter Island is very good. Um, sorry if you haven't seen it because uh, you, now you know what happens, <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe you skipped ahead enough. Um, anyway, so yeah, should we do numbers? Think, well, yeah, let's do it. Let's do some numbers. Number five. All right, number five is uh, an update on a story we covered, uh, I don't know, a few months ago, probably in April, I want to say. We've this been following been a- this beat for a while. Yeah, this is this has been an ongoing thing. So there's this walrus that um, he, he left, I guess, um, like left the Arctic and floated in some way, like probably on like an ice flow. They're not really sure because they don't normally swim this far, but he ended up all the way down off the coast of uh, like off the coast of Wales, basically in Ireland. And he's been kind of floating around in that area in different places. And 
most recently he was in Cornwall. I guess they call him Wally, which is um, better than Walrus McWalrus face or whatever. Um, those those people over there love um, with their their funny names. And uh, he, I guess, he's now in a place called. Um, it, it, we both thought it was Sicily, but it's just, it's uh, the Isles of Scilly, S C I L L Y, maybe Skilly. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's somewhere off Cornwall, kind of. Uh, you know, in, in the UK, and um, I feel like it's one of those UK islands that's like there are more sheep than people, and it's like the, all the industries are sheep related. That's like my mental image of this place. Let's see. Let's we pull it up here. It's yeah. part of this ceremonial count. It's the most southerly point. One of the islands in this area is the most. Su- it's like, yeah, it's like way off. Uh, it's like the su- most southern point in England, I guess. So, and people um, only go there by accident when they want to go to Sicily. I'm imagining. Yes. It's like, wait, what? Um, so so this walrus is there, and he's in the harbor, and he's, I guess, just getting a little too frisky with the boats and stuff, and is just, like, causing damage. He has either sunk or damaged a number of working and pleasure boats on the Isles of, islands of St. Mary's and St. Martin's, which are two of these Isles of uh, Scilly, I guess. And uh, he, like, he's just... They don't know what to do. I guess before they were... Um, like they were just blasting him with an air horn, I guess, just to annoy him into leaving. That was like the strategy in other places. And apparently he has now become immune to that, which I think we can all kind of identify with. Um, <laughs> just refusing to take the hint and also just not responding to uh, negative reinforcement anymore, I guess. Um, so they um, they don't know what to do. Uh, he really, I mean, he's just a big, he's a big guy. Um, and he's... There's not much he can do that's not going to cause damage to people, I guess. Yeah, put um, that picture of him in the boat in the chat. I want yeah. Dylan and Brody to see the magnificence yeah. of this, gonna, of this I'll, guy. I'm going to dump this that's guy in. He's from a place where there are walruses, and now he's somewhere where there aren't. Yes. Right. It's yeah. yeah. It's like a Disney movie, basically. Yeah. He like he they think he like was on like a like a chunk of ice or something and just kind of floated. Maybe he, they were saying he like might have fallen asleep or something. Which I I don't know if that's yeah. but like. That seems yeah. too whimsical to be true. Basically, but. like he's not in a situation where he's like going to swim back. This is not like part of the walrus commute or like the the mi- migration or whatever they do to the extent they do anything like that. He's like way off the uh, off the beaten path, um, and he. So he has to like learn how to. Yeah, that's based on them. Yeah, it's kind of uh, kind of Disney Disney esque here. Um, <clears throat> they gotta. He's got to get a job. Otherwise, he's got to go. I guess. Um, I like this uh, picture yeah. of him that you just sent of him trying to get on the boat because like he does kind of look like he's learning to be a person like he wants to get on the boat because he thinks that's what he's supposed to do. He's like he looks very insistent. You yeah. Know? He just like jumped off to make like a boomerang for Instagram and is now getting and is now getting back on the boat type deal on the, the Helios. Um, yeah. So like, you know, he's they basically like, you know, it's a commercial harbor. So there's tons of traffic and he's just kind of like floating around slash i guess getting too close and uh based on one of these pictures just kind of bellowing um (laughs) while sitting on a on the dock or something um but it says here like you know capture and relocation was not warranted um because it would be extremely difficult and potentially dangerous option for the walrus and any handlers involved so he's like too big to fail at this point they can't i guess they can't (laughs) you would think they could just get one of those like um the hammock things they put on, you know, and just kind of like get, I don't know, get a chopper or something like that. I mean, they don't have as much in the, probably not in Wales or, or in uh, the Isles of Scilly. They don't have like the weird militarized every 
type of every kind of government agency the way that we do. Um, so maybe they don't have just choppers. They can just throw at the walrus problem. Walrus choppers, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you'd think like a wildlife preserve or something would, would be able to uh, to chip in, but apparently not. So I think you should go inland <laughs> and get a job. I think that he's really he's wasting yeah a he's lot just of sitting on this dock bellowing right come on contribute stop bellowing yeah I've seen the movie 50 first dates and walruses are actually really like funny and they do silly things and tricks so i think that it, they're overreacting he yeah. could at least like put out a little hat just for people to throw coins in while he bellows yeah like that counts as getting a job i think yeah i think so i mean this way he can yeah he can afford to buy sardines or <laughs> well, i don't know what do they eat i don't know i don't know i'm trying to picture the fun- like a ton of tiny fish um, for a giant animal is funny to me. He's thought to be around four years old, so I don't know what the conversion is. Let's they see eat clams. They like okay. clams. Well, clams are not cheap, so um, yeah, he, yeah, he, he probably should. Case. Yeah, he probably should get a. This guy's eating clams casino all day, you know, and he's uh, destroying all of our all of our pleasure boats um, off the coast of Cornwall. Uh, walrus to human years. Let's see what we got here. Um, a lot of this can be chalked up to toxic masculinity. Well, that's true. I think you're right. He's just I, taking I, up space where he's not welcome. Yeah. I'll let you Acting guys like he owns speak on that. I'm not really in a position <laughs> to, to offer an opinion there. Um, no, I wal- agree. Walrus. Walrus average age. Okay. They look to be about 20 to 30 years old. So This guy? Yeah. Typically. Um, so what does that put him at? He's like a teenager right now, kind of. I'm confused Early. as to what 20 to 30 or what the significance of that fact is. Well, that he's is 40. the average age of walruses? No, they live to be about 20 to 30 years okay. old. Lifespan. That makes sense. Yeah. Got it. Not average age. Sorry. Yeah, that was that doesn't make sense. Um <laughs> Yeah, so he's he's you know, he's like I don't know, like early like like 7th or 8th grade basically tough age, I think mm. for anybody. Um Especially like what- he basically had the equivalent of like moving to a new school at seventh grade multiple which is times like really now. tough yeah 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 he's going through it yeah that's a hard year i think he's acting out um because of if i think he's acting out for a few reasons first of all obviously of toxic masculinity uh second of all you know when you're at that age you want nothing more than to like have some sort of sense of identity and so he's trying to be yeah. the class clown. I think you might be right. He's third. Especially like he's really big. I mean, I was like a chubby kid. Like that's your go-to. If you're if you're insecure, you're going to try to make people laugh by sinking their boat. Like, haha, I'm so large. I'm going to get on your boat and it's going to sink. And, and it's, it's really pretty funny. funny. <laughs> it's really funny. It's like it's just it's a really funny joke. So you have to give him props. Yeah. For that. I mean, I can't, I, just, I can't, I can't believe they don't have the, 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 like the options they're looking at right now are barriers to stop him boarding boats <laughs> and acoustic deterrence above and below water. So they're just going to keep blowing air horns or, or having some kind of, you know, subsonic or something thing. But like, they really can't get, get him out of there. Like, I mean, it doesn't seem like he's really, you know, benefiting from being there. Like, I don't, yeah, that's wild that they're just like, well, we just have to live with this now. Um, at least he's back on the iceberg. I don't that's how he gets around right that's his vehicle oh yeah Yeah. that's his he just thinks all these other boats are his iceberg and he's trying to get home he's very sad they should give 
They should give him um, a they sea captain hat. Should. I think we can At all least make that. this more whimsical. Yeah. Yeah. But he, yeah, he's been like we first talked about this months and months ago. Like he has been just wandering around trying to board vessels for like five months at this point. Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, feel like the, there's something they can do. Like this is from April and it says like lifeboat volunteer because I guess he was like blocking like uh, people from getting to a lifeboat because there's an issue with somebody in a canoe and he's just like on the dock and. <laughs> They it says, despite one crew member's best efforts to shoe Wally with a brush, the sturdy sea creature was not budging. This is like a like a, this thing weighs literally a ton, and <laughs> you're just like jabbing him with like a pipe cleaner, you know? Like, hey, come on, come on, man, get out of here. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's gonna, I don't think that's gonna do it. Um, he doesn't have the big scary tusks. I guess those come in later, or maybe it's the type of walrus he is. I don't know. What because when I think walrus, I think like you know the full guys. Um, yeah, do you think you do you think um, he would get braces? Maybe I mean, he if them. he's gonna stick around, it's he's in the UK. They have nationalized healthcare; like they can they can fix his teeth for him. And maybe then he'll get popular, and he won't feel the need to uh, do all these hijinks. You know, if he fixes his teeth. Are tusks? I thought they were just kind of bones that stick yeah. out. Isn't that what teeth are? <laughs> what are teeth? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I think I think yeah. Holy shit. Oh no, there's a picture of him bellowing that's very sad. <laughs> he, he looks he really looks like he's lamenting his fate and it's it's really bumming me out. I'm just yeah. looking at this article. And- I will say the cre- the credit is, is uh, on the photo is at Barefoot Islanders, which I find yeah. to be I have to admit is a little funny. Um <laughs> that's you know, um the scenario is not great. And I don't know if like this, I don't picture there being like nice weather anywhere. Like, I don't know how, like it's like two months a year when it's not like unpleasant outside. And this is like the, like, this is like, this is the beach baby. You know, like it's like, this is like the Riviera in, in outside Cornwall. Like, I don't know, but um, he's got to be hot too, probably. Cause he's used to the Arctic. Right. I mean, I just feel got like a lot of not... insulating blubber that he now does not need. Yeah. Seems tough. Yeah, this well, is in Mar- the first story was when he was in Ireland and it was March fifteenth. So this has been four months of this guy just you know. Um, either they they can't the, the problem with this is the half measures like we've said they either need to fully integrate him into society, get him a job, get him some braces, you know, f- figure it out, or put him yeah. back on the iceberg. Like it's one or the other. You can't just you can't just let him be the like the. Yeah like golem on the edge of town that everyone's like afraid of you know that's not that's not good yeah i think either way it goes they should give him a hat i think we can all agree yeah at least if they're gonna do all of these useless things to try to deal with him at least they can give him a hat yeah yeah throw a hat on the last thing you see is the captain's hat but at least you'd be like oh that's nice and then before your boat sinks type deal and that's you know it's a fair trade i think yeah, in- instead of like the uh, like the fin that you see of a shark <laughs> in the ocean, you just see like a floating captain's hat. Yeah, there he is, Wally on the horizon. Well, should, I mean, yep. good luck to him. I think I-, I hope this is resolved. I hope he's not just like you know the the hated outsider of this harbor. Like that doesn't seem like a good life. 
No, I yeah, heard him a GoFundMe while him. you guys were talking. <laughs> that's Thank well, that's you. good. Yeah, I think I, mean, I think that's what he needs. It sounds like Wales does not have enough money to get to to airlift him out of there. So we'll put yeah. the link to the GoFundMe in the comments. Uh, should we do number four? Yeah, let's do number four. Number four. Okay, number four is uh, this is a story from the Tennessean, which I did not think was grammatically correct to refer to things in Tennessee, but apparently is the term. Um, and uh, it's from Franklin, Tennessee, which I th- I don't know this for a fact, but given the story, I'm going to assume this is like where Justified takes place, um, because what happened was uh, there was a bomb scare in Franklin, Tennessee, um, and they determined that the cause of the bomb scare was a fake TNT prop uh, that was used in a um, coal mining themed church service, which at first when I heard that, I was like, that is insane. But then I was like, oh, it's in Tennessee like that. I kind of get why this is happening now. Um, But the thing Mm -hmm. that's so crazy about this to me, so they like, they like shut everything down because there was a TNT on the side of the road and they were like, oh my God, what are we doing? So like they called in the bomb squad. They shut everything down at this like rec center uh, because it was, I guess it was found in a trash can at this rec center and someone was like, holy shit, dynamite. Um, It looks like cartoon dynamite. Like it, I'll send you guys a picture in the chat. It does not, I did not know that that's what, like, I don't know if that's what dynamite looks like, but apparently dynamite looks enough like that, that this caused a bomb scare, which is wild to me. Like, it's like Looney Tunes shit. I, I had no idea. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It, it literally it's like, is. TNT written on it in Sharpie and there's like electrical tape tied around it. I guess that's really what it looks like. Yeah, I guess, I guess if it's, like, if you buy the stuff and you make your own, like, bundle of it, it would look this kind of unprofessional, sort of. So, I, 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 could, I could see. I mean, it does look like it should be sticking out of the arm of a dress. Um, and uh, there's a blonde wig on, like, a bomb, you know? And it's all mm. lit. And uh, Elmer Fudd is yeah. about to kiss it type, you know, situation. <laughs> that does look, It does look like that. Oh, my God. No. He shouldn't. That's not a woman. No. That's not a beautiful he's, woman. Look, he's he, he's desperate for companionship because if it's like whether it's like bugs in a wig or bombs in a wig, you know, you name it. It's like anything with long hair, you know, he's 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 ready to uh take the next step. No, you can Yeah, you can definitely weaponize Elmer Fudd's forniness. Mm, bugs times for sure. Um I've been to Franklin, Tennessee. Yeah. I just wanted to say yeah. that. I have. I've been to Tennessee. My mom is from Tennessee, so I've gone there like twice a year my whole life. And there's such a uh, culture of pretending like you're a coal miner. Like, I can't even tell. Like, I'm not being... <laughs> gen- Brody can speak to this. Like, a huge part of the South is pretending like you're looking for gems and mu- things. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. you go to a cave and then you pretend yeah. to dig around. Everyone is always carrying one of those things that you put in the river to see if there's gold, like yeah, the, yeah. one of those pans. Yeah, yeah. and you know people what? are constantly getting around on those little cars that you have to like pump the yeah. thing back and forth on the railroad tracks. There's a lot of that. And only it's con- only it's contrived and not just what uh, sicko New York elites actually think it's like down there. So it's people that are trying to be like that, even though they're not like that. Is that, is that well, that's, that's what you're saying? I don't know if this is true, but like somebody. Like, as far as the amount of people, there are, like, more people who make their money being YouTubers than make their money mining coal at this point in, in like, American society. I, I would say like, there that's... There are not that almost, many left. Yeah. 
There's like. What do you think is the coal uh, miner to YouTube star? Uh, it, 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 how many people do you think sort of go? Through I think that there should line? be more. I would. I would love a coal miner vlog on YouTube. I think that would do well, especially because, like Dylan yeah. said, so many people are like into this lifestyle. So it'd be like a window in, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's there's probably like a big coal miner TikTok or something, right? TikTok account or something, right? It seems like there's one of those for like every like sort of walk of life. Um, but I will say, yeah, Franklin, Tennessee, I looked it up because I was like, yeah, I'm not. It's like 20 miles south of Nashville. Um, so it's like, you know, not too far from uh, the bachelorette party capital of the world, basically. So it's not we're not exactly in, in the. Uh, we're you not know, in Harlan like, County. It's not like or Deliverance or something. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, and that's where, like, from Tennessee, apparently, among other among other people, uh, that's where the band Paramore uh, started. Um, is it so? So maybe it's and like Miley Cyrus apparently is from either lived there or is from there. Um, is it just like a wealthy suburb? Maybe is that what? Is that just the general deal? I don't know. Um, I feel like there's a thing on TikTok where it's like. There's one person who does every job who is like the famous TikTok person of that job. You know what I mean? Yes. There's like a lumberjack and a doctor. And uh, and I feel like they're all probably terrible representations of their job. Because if they like doing their job, I don't think they would tr- be trying to get famous on TikTok. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think everyone that works in the field. Hmm? TikTok is like mostly doctors. I feel like it does <laughs> seem like... It's a lot of people in scrubs. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah, a lot of nurses and, and doctors. I Do you not give enough advice to people in your day-to-day life? You need to get on TikTok and, like, give more medical advice to strangers? I don't understand. Yeah. It's part of residency <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, it's like every, it's like every yeah, all, all, all professions now have a build your social presence component because uh, that's that's where we're headed at this point. Um, I do think there's also something where like because um, this happened to me a while ago. I was like I was in a sort of fancyish part of Brooklyn getting a coffee, and this guy walked in in scrubs, and he was like the most handsome person I like definitely the hottest person in this coffee shop and like hot enough where I was with my friend who is not even interested in men. And we were both like, Whoa, what? And so we were talking about, we were like, is this guy a doctor or is he like playing a doctor in a movie that is shooting around here? You know what I mean? Like it just, I I feel like if you're a hot doctor, you, you just need more people to see your hot face. So you get on social media. You that know? is actually a feature of shooting things in New York that I just realized is very true is that you do go into coffee shops and costumes. Yeah. <laughs> that is you do leave and go in a costume somewhere. Yeah. And like, uh, it, you know, cause it was, and he was like hot and his scrubs were like perfect and stuff. Like it could have been wardrobe, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What's the what's the weirdest costume you had to wear to a coffee shop? Is there That's anything that stands out? That's a really good question. Um, well, I was going. To... Sorry, go ahead. Were you going to say um, something stupid about how it's just me in real life oh. or something? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say I, I was going to say something else actually, and it was going to be really awesome. But if you want to fully, you know, the only person of color here, then that's fine. I'm, I'm half Jewish. Um, okay, now I forget what I was <laughs> going to say, but it was going to be really fun. It was going to be awesome. And 
I don't know. I think we should move on. <laughs> okay. I'm done. Uh, Franklin, Tennessee. <laughs> um, uh, this is a, the, another fun fact about Franklin, Tennessee, is that they every year they celebrate something called Dickens of a Christmas, which is apparently um, they have a masquerade uh, as figures from a Christmas carol, and it attracts approximately 50,000 visitors yearly in historic downtown Franklin. Um, if they have not done a Hallmark movie based on this event, they are... Right. Wait, I'm like... Lo- they I, are losing I, money. My hometown did that, too. The Dickens Festival. Wow. Narberth, Pennsylvania has a has a tiny Dickens thing. So, I don't know. Okay, just to go back to the <laughs> fight that Dylan and I were having. So, I guess... So, what I was going to say... Because you guys asked, you know, what's the craziest costume you've had to wear to a coffee shop? And so I was going to I was going to be like uh, the craziest costume I've ever had to wear is my own smile. Um, it wasn't going to be anything about Dylan. I feel like that's exactly what I said it was going to be. I said you know, I could, I, that's exactly what I called out. No, you were like, it's going to be okay. you said that it was going to be about you because they were asking and me. It that's, I guess that's why I thought that. Well, I, I don't know. I I feel like the question was sort of tossed out to everyone. I, I don't want to. I don't want to clarify because I feel like it, now I'm going to have to take sides by explaining. You are going to have to take sides at some point. <laughs> doesn't have to. Be we now. should have known this when we yeah. booked you guys that we were going to have to take sides yeah, at some point it in the be podcast. Right now, but it has to be before this ends. Okay. We'll we'll cast votes yeah. at the end. Yeah, right. one or the other. Okay, that's that's. Uh... <laughs> Well, that so, was what? that was a, a thing we were considering uh, pitching for this podcast since Eli is out of town. We were like, we'll have two people on and they will have to compete to see who is going to be our new co-host. But then we were like, that seems mean. People don't want to do that. But I feel like you guys do want to do that. Yeah. Based on your on your energy. Look, there's a chance Eli doesn't, you know, we don't know, you know, uh, maybe he just he wants to stay on the wedding circuit forever. And, you know, we could be in the market for a third host. So if you guys do want to kind of you know, pitch some stuff and kind of, you know, feel free for the rest of the episode, you know, that's, yeah. Or, you know, he might come back and we might just want to replace him. That's also a possibility. Okay. I think you can, you can sort of tell who's like more of a team player and who's just sort of, you know, who wants to yes and versus who wants to sort of shut it down. (laughs) And you can also tell who who's good at editing things when they're knowing they're not going to go anywhere and who can kind of pull things back is an equal skill. Yeah, let's move on. But we can move on. We'll just keep this in the back of our minds the whole time. Yeah. Uh, so what's what is it about Charles Dickens that all these different towns are having like a Dickens? That's I mean, it's coal miner have... shit. It's because it's about it's about like working class uh, people who are covered in soot. That's what Dickens not, is about. Apparently, apparently they make in, in Franklin at least they they serve Victorian cuisine to visitors. Which uh, is that just like gruel? Unless you're really rich, like I don't really know what that means. Um, but. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's anyway. I feel that's like where... even if you're rich, Victorian cuisine is gross. Like I'm just imagining like jellied eels. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Or like yeah, like or like those things that are like the uh, supposed to be the height of luxury, like ambrosia or something, you know. And it's just like oh, this is like kind of like it's like marshmallows and stuff in a salad. Um, no, thank you. You think they had that back in Victorian times? That seems like 1950s to me. No, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I have no idea. Um, 
I don't know if marshmallows existed back There's then. There's a Watergate salad? Okay, sorry. I'm just in the middle of... Okay. Um, <laughs> what are you clicking on? I was looking up when, when Ambrosia came from, but I, I'm giving it up now. Um, yeah, so anyway, there was a there was fake dynamite, and uh, <laughs> these people freaked out. That's yep. we're, good. Let's get, we're back on track again. Um, Number three? You know, or yeah, do you have more it. to say about the dynamite? No, I mean, I'm glad it wasn't a real bomb, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> I guess. And, no, I, I okay, fine. I'm genuinely glad it wasn't a real bomb and that everyone is safe. And uh, you know, um, I'm, they probably got a little thrill out of you know the the, the and and good for them, I guess. So, um, best of luck to Franklin, Tennessee, going forward. Okay, number three. Number three, which I am supposed to have up, and I don't know. What? Okay, I did maybe we it. need two new co-hosts actually. So <laughs> you got this might be. You're uh, both hired. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Where did it go? I mean, it's a really easy thing to Google. So just for a spoiler of what the story is about, the thing I'm Googling to find it is Teeth House. So just prepare yourself for something pretty upsetting. Um, That's what the dentist was originally called um, early (laughs) on, actually. That's the teeth mechanic. Um, Oh, that's true. The teeth tech. Yeah, Teeth House's mouth. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, that's... Is it a house made out of teeth? Is that what we're going to hear about? It sure is. It is a house made out of teeth. Discovered by a man uh, referred to by the Daily Mirror in the UK as uh, Granddad John Bostock, which is like, I mean, cool, but doesn't he have, he probably like did something else with his life besides have kids who had kids. I feel like that's a little disrespectful. Um, But yeah, so... um, I guess this is a thing that happens when you live in a country where they didn't, like, burn everything down a few hundred years ago, so there's still old stuff there. And uh, this guy has this, like, overgrown garden in his backyard, and uh, he's tidying it up because that is, from what I know, that is, like, what granddads in the UK do. They just, like, garden all day. I just, my, he's, they're all Gerald from Twitter, the vegetable growing guy in my, in my head. Um yeah, or they're like angry Brexit guys. It's one or the other. Yeah, really not, yeah, yeah. The there's the good and the you know the peaceful and the dark UK grandpas, and uh, this guy is a, a peaceful one. And uh, so he was cleaning up his this overgrown garden, and he finds uh, again what the mirror describes as an 18th century Gothic folly. Um, I think that's a little whimsical to refer to a house made of teeth, which is what he found back there. Um, it's a... Hmm? How many people's teeth? Is it just the one person? <laughs> Do they have a lot of teeth? It's it's like a... So it's, a, it's like a structure. I would say it looks more like a gazebo than like a full-on... I don't think anybody lived in this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, so there are... So, so you're saying this isn't a two-bedroom place that mm-hmm. Dylan and I could well, maybe I'm could rent out? I'm picturing the rent. catacomb place that's made out of bones, human bones. You're talking about there's like a church made out of yes, bones. yeah. It's yeah. It's it's kind of like that. Yes, it, it, it's um it's more like decorated. Just for to be clear, um, it's yes. more like decorated with teeth than it is um than it is built out of teeth. And also, I think they're animal teeth. Because, as we all know, the, uh, I don't think structurally you want to rely on British teeth um, right. to, mm. to, you know, obviously, famously. Um, <laughs> How big is the kitchen? It's a good it? question. I don't know. Is there, is there, a, di- is there a dishwasher <laughs> is, is, an, is an important question. Yeah. 
Is there in-unit laundry? Unclear. This guy looks kind of like Joe Manchin. That's just my one takeaway from this story at this point. Um, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I guess when there weren't as many things, like you couldn't get your, um, you know, from the uh, fixer-upper people, your backsplash, you know, the same thing that everyone gets in the house they remake, and and, um, they didn't have as much shiplap available. They just used uh, animal bones and shells as a way of uh, embellishing the outside of things. I would love to watch like an HGTV show go to this place and try to sell it to people. I'm looking at it. I think it's really pretty. Flipper flop with uh, it's with pretty the, the cool. I mean, it, like in addition to the teeth, it's it's decorated with oyster shells, which is also weird because like oyster shells, like the inside is pretty, right? The inside is like iridescent and cool, but they're all face down, like they're all like the pretty side down. So it's just like black. I mean, it's cool texturally, but. Just I would I probably would have made some different decorating decisions, but the teeth are pretty sick. This guy, like, imagine having a garden so big that you're just like, oh, weird. Like, there's a there's a house with bones on it uh, here, huh? Twenty five years this guy this guy lived there without knowing this was there. So who knows what number of dark rituals have taken place? Um, you know, just steps from his home, I guess. So that's fun. Um, he seems yeah. cool with it. I mean, yeah, he might be able to turn it into a guest house or something, you know? Yeah, I mean, this is like the kind of thing where I think like, you know, hearing the name, what did you call it? A folly a or folly. something? I'm picturing like a lady under a parasol, like sitting there, you know, like sitting next to it or something. And it was like the the height of entertainment was to uh, sit in or look at the thing because there was as much. Obviously, they didn't have um, as many forms of entertainment, we'll say. Um yeah. yeah, so a folly, one of the def- definitions of a folly is a costly ornamental building with no practical purpose, especially a tower or mock gothic ruin built in a large garden or park. Did not know that. Um, I don't know what this means, but my dad has <laughs> his sweater. I was going to say, that's like a really good uh, friendly dad sweater. Yeah, and he he looks. Happy I mean, he's to touching be in the it. teeth. He's sort of like gracefully, like his fingertips are on the teeth. He's not. Yeah. Do you think he's? Do you think that guy's my? <laughs> I new think landlord? he could be if you want to rent the fo- rent the folly. I think he's handsome. I agree. He is. Yeah. I was gonna say he he's was handsome, pleasant. but it was right after Patty said he looked like Joe Manchin, and I didn't want to call Joe Manchin handsome. He's like a handsome. He's like a, he's like a he's like a friendlier looking Joe Manchin. He's got, like, ruddy cheeks. He looks like a guy who uh, spends a lot of time in a garden and has, like, a pretty good life. Yeah. Wait, Joe Manchin, more like Joe Manchin there we go. of T. Exactly. Yeah. One we, point in the Brody for co-host column. Yeah, Pun. yeah, I got it. Yeah, I'm going to start taking down If she's right for it, then she's right for it. In fact. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Classic Thanks, actor response. Very yeah, it's good. It's good when people. Yeah, exactly. It's nice to see um, supporting each other. And you know, <laughs> and these, I uh, like. Does this increase the property value having this here? Like, I, I, that's the thing that I don't really know how to. Because, like you said, we don't have the equivalent of this here, where you just find like a weird ruin in your area. You know, like, is it like a nuisance? Like, are you like, oh god damn it? Like, what you know? Uh, people have to come study this now, or or is it like a. You know, like you said, HGTV, like we get, get a, get like the love it or list of people in there. And, uh, you know, like, well, I do like, you know, that it has, uh, you know, three bedrooms, 
but this one does not have a uh, folly made of teeth, you know, uh, in the backyard, which, you know, I, you know, that I really liked and I was looking forward to having entertain, you know, entertaining people over there um, and, and sitting under it or whatever people do in the folly. I think like I think in England they don't really give a shit, but I do know in like in Rome they had to like stop trying like they just gave up on having a subway because every time they would try to dig for the subway they would find stuff and then like archaeologists would have to come and and deal with it because it's their people have been living in Rome for too long so there's just like layers of stuff that is historically important so you can't dig so I did this is a problem in some places I don't know if it is a problem in England but yeah, living on top of too much important stuff seems like they're just like, we know it's under there. We're just going to leave it. We're not going to, we don't want to deal with it, you know? Yeah, well, this this guy, I mean, I yeah, I, I got to say, you know, I mean, you're right. He seems like he's like a gardening guy. And yet, I want to know more about how they didn't find this overall. You know what I mean? Like, there was that impenetrable a wall of ivy in front of this thing. They were like, oh, let's see what's, what's, what's behind there. I'm just curious. Oh, it's a, okay, like a creepy house thing huh okay um mid 1700s i guess there was wood inside but that kind of all rotted away so i guess like there was more to it obviously they probably had like a you know like a home office type setup or something you know i don't know what you need you know for you know buddy for your your uh living situation um you know i don't know what kind of what kind of bed they, they had going on but they do have they do have you know some it seems like some furniture inside um, probably not very comfortable based on what was going on in those days, but, um, no, I could probably bring that's my true. own mattress. And yeah. also like, I think kind of nothing was comfortable back then. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. Like I, I sort of live mm-hmm. in perpetual discomfort. And that's in your mind. It doesn't matter where you are. Physically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. The house could be the house could be made of um, the museum of what, ice cream. What's soft? <laughs> yeah, the house could be made of the museum <laughs> of ice cream, and it would still I would I would still um, be living in whatever prison my brain has. Yeah, everywhere you go is a house made of teeth. Like you have it with you always. Yeah. You bring it wherever you are, which is you know comforting in a way. I will say I have never been to the Museum of Ice Cream, but I I don't think I have ever been on a subway in Manhattan where someone hasn't had a bag from it. And I don't I don't know what you buy there, but people are buying stuff from there a lot. Yeah, I think it's just backdrops for photos that are ice cream themed. Mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds about right. I wonder what you get. I guess you get like a little vinyl ice cream or something. You probably get it's like a souvenir. There's no way you don't get an ice cream at the end. <laughs> There's like- no way. You get whatever, whatever museum you go to, you, you get the thing. It's a museum, right? They give you a little painting if you leave. Yeah, if you, the Louvre, <laughs> they give you. Yeah, everyone gets to pick one um, from. A you get to pick selection. one painting in the Louvre to take yeah. home at the end. It's a it's a nice nice. Print. They they wouldn't let me take. That's a really nice. They wouldn't let me take Winged Victory because it's very heavy. That was the main problem. <laughs> um, I didn't have an easy way of getting it out of there. It's a you know, but. I, yeah, I mean it's a plus. It's, on, it's like midway on that like spiraling stair setup, and I'd have to get it down the stairs, yeah. and then you have to go back. It's it's it was just too much. So, I've never been to the Museum of Ice Cream, but I have been yeah. to the Ben and Jerry's factory because I grew up in New England. And uh, if you grow up in New England near the Ben and Jerry's factory, you inevitably go multiple times to do the tour. 
And uh, there's a part of the tour where they ask the people on the tour some trivia questions about Ben and Jerry's. And if you get them right, you get an ice cream bar. And they had not, they, maybe they have now at the time, they never updated the trivia questions. So after you go once, guaranteed ice cream bar every time. Mm. Excellent. Is there a limit on the number of questions you can get right? Or they only ask you one question? They ask you like, they ask like two. And so okay. it's like one, if you get one right, you get an ice cream bar. So they have like two ice cream bars for, the, for the tour. Just pushing people out of the way. Yeah. I like the idea, I like the idea of a museum of ice cream where it's like, oh, no, this is just about the history of ice cream. We don't actually have any ice cream here. This is just yeah. about, you know, this is the equipment that was used historically. And uh, yeah, anyway, if you want ice cream, you have to go to a, you know. Good Enjoy place. taking your Instagram photo in front of this old ice cream maker. <laughs> I went to the... Uh, have you been to, like the cat? Have you been to the Yankee Candle? Like, there's like the the mm-hmm. fancy like Yankee Candle Village or whatever it is, and uh, it's in Massachusetts. The other somewhere. the other field trip you do if you grow up in New England. Yeah, and they have like a guy making candles like the old way as like part of the thing, but also like just insane amounts of like just candles and like a Christmas village that also has is candle yep. related, and you can buy all these uh kind of like caroler like little wood statue guys. Um, and as yeah. soon as you like. It's one of those things where like you can smell it from the highway. Yeah. It's like it's like a sewage treatment plant or like I grew up near a coffee roasting factory and you can smell like Yankee Candle you can smell from the highway. And as soon as you go in there you instantly get a headache. It's a very terrible tourist attraction. Yeah. Um so yeah, uh Yankee Candle, check that out um <laughs> if you're interested. Um I I just want to say that the the first comment on this story um uh on the mirror here um, is from Sam Midge 73 and it says, uh, what utter rubbish 25 years in that house. And he claims no idea, not nah, jog on and, uh, 13 likes on that one. So I think that, on. That, that sums up how I feel. Uh, how does this guy not know about this? Uh, Maybe he's like releasing this information now. Cause he has like an album coming out or something. This I guy's mean, album is coming ahead of the story. If you're like, I didn't know about the teeth house. That's probably a better look. <laughs> you don't want other people discovering it and then yeah, you have to explain it yeah he's calling right. 911 yeah especially with the British press they're gonna hack your phone and stuff that's something you can't you, you don't want to mess with that so that's yeah, yeah they're that's, psychos that's a good point um, so good for uh, John Bostock um, for uh, I guess uh, playing the right playing the right uh, card PR wise on this <laughs> and uh, getting out ahead of it before it blows up in his face so uh, should we do a uh, number two? Number two. Number two. All right. Number two comes to us from um, the state of Maine, uh, where I guess the um, we got uh, we got some uh, uh, the state legislature. I guess they elected some freaks, um, uh, and uh, as many state legislatures have in recent times. Although this apparently was sponsored by. Okay. Well, anyway, the legislature passed a. Uh, a bill aimed at banning, quote, vulgar and obscene vanity plates. So um, they're trying to basically stop people who have vanity plates that are offensive or uh, inappropriate. Um, Obscene, contemptuous, profane, or prejudicial messages, I guess. Um, And uh, that's that's sort of what they're looking at. And so I guess they had a law on the books. The Secretary of State was able to who who you you know who's the person I guess that has to approve vanity plates when you're doing it on the website or whatever. Um the Secretary of State used to be able to reject them on those grounds. And in twenty fifteen the legislature passed a law um removing the ability of the Secretary of State 
for to reject anything. So you put anything you want on your license plate, I guess. Freedom of speech, five, baby. Last five years. And now they're trying to pass a new law um, to basically uh, block the uh, uh, anything inappropriate. So this is like the fun police coming to town here. And um, I'm no prude or interested in letting Big Brother run our lives, but what we are now allowing has gone way beyond the original intent of the Vanity Plate program. So... That wasn't a quote. You were just editorializing. That's that's what, what I feel. think. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I just want to make make it clear. I, I don't think swears should be allowed in public um, or whatever. Uh, okay, so yeah, <laughs> I don't either. So one of the targets here, and and the, the, the sort of peg of this story is this lady. Uh, her name is uh, Brittany Glidden, and uh, she drives a Chrysler Town and Country minivan, and she has a huge custom made logo. One of those stickers on the back windshield that says MILF Mobile. And uh, her license plate is uh, tits out, is what it says. So um, she is somebody who would be affected by the... Okay, she's got a lot of stuff on the car. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read some of these other things she's got here. Um, there's a sticker on the windshield again. It says, kids in this bitch, honk if one falls out. Um if you're going to ride my ass, at least pull my hair. I love that these are all getting probably clipped by Shelly for later. Um, <laughs> condoms prevent minivans. Um, and it says, so I guess the plate, um, which we said was a uh, tits out, references the fact that she exclusively breastfed all four of her children. That's um, not what it references. And that, she frequ- and that she frequently drives topless because okay. Maine is, in fact, a topless state. Um I assume that means it's not illegal. It's not illegal to be topless. I don't think it means a topless is, state. It's illegal to not be topless, right? So That's everyone is topless all the time. I mean, yeah. it's funny. I've been to Maine. I don't remember other people being people being topless, but I guess it, maybe that's changed since I was there. It's been a few years. Um, so I, I guess um, the Milfmobile apparently is a famous uh, car that, or van that people are mad about in Maine. Um, <laughs> Every viral post on Maine Facebook, which is, sounds like a very fun um, a lot of lobster and uh, uh, crochet sweater and also uh, apparently this, this MILFmobile. Every post on Maine Facebook that's viral is swarmed with replies demanding that the, she grow up and rethink the design. Um, and apparently that's what the, uh, the lawmakers want to do. So um, this seems to me like, you know, I mean, I, she did grow up. She had a bunch of kids. That's right. She's that's true. She's grown up. Um Okay, so the person says they're currently, or the guy, the guy who's I guess the sponsor of the bill, who used to be the Secretary of State. I guess he was the guy who introduced the vanity plates way back in the '80s, and that's apparently this is now the monster has gotten out of control, and now he's trying to rein it in. I guess is, is what this is. And um, there are currently 420 plates that are out there that are vulgar enough to be banned according to the rules that they, I guess, um, are trying to put in place. Um, some include thinly veiled profanities, so it's like. Uh, Fuck U2, P-H-U-K-U2. Um, don't know if that's a shot at the band U2 or the person who's driving behind you. Um, not, I guess both, maybe. Um, uh, L-H-R-B-T-C-H, so later, bitch. Um, I mean, some of these are are thinly veiled. Some of them are just straight up. Like, there's one that just says, fuck you. Like... You don't need to yeah. euphemize it. You don't need to use like a funny AOL spelling. You could just have fuck you on your license plate if you want in Maine. Yeah, that's true. And that, that would be as one that's also not. Yeah. So so, um, I'm not sure how this one is. Maybe you guys can help me out with this. Um, uh, this is a, listed as an obscene license plate. Uh, 
You are a D-I-N-K. You're a dink. Is dink <laughs> obscene? Do, do I not know what the history of the word dink is? I thought that was like a... Wait, isn't that double income? <laughs> yeah, that, that is what a dink is. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently calling someone a yuppie is, a, is some kind of slur now or yeah. something? Is that what? Okay. <laughs> the... The next door neighbors from Christmas vacation. Uh, that's your, your, that's what basically what you're uh, calling people when you call them a dink. Um, yeah, I mean, okay. Another one here as a, a CRZYBCH. So obviously a crazy bitch, probably after the Buck Cherry song. Um, sober AF is apparently not allowed because that one should be, be allowed. I mean, yeah, you're not the using the actual. Mean. Like I mean, that one's not, like proud. Well, I mean, fat A55. That should also be allowed. I think well, that depend- should be allowed. I guess it depends on who it's referring to. Yeah. And it's if it's like- derogatory. Because it, comp- it could be a compliment. It could be referring to yourself. It could be referring to the person, uh, you know, to someone who's reading it. And that could be yeah. either derogatory or complimentary. So there's, there's four different kind of ways that could go. Um, uh, O-M-W-T-F-Y-B, which I feel like... On my way to fuck your bitch? Is that the idea? I I guess so, yeah. Which I don't know. I mean, you'd have to confirm with the person that's what they meant. Because I don't know how... Like It could mean something else. I don't know. It's like I picked random letters. On the way to feed your baby. Right. You can't prove. Right, exactly. Um, Let's see. Uh, Yeah, fuck you is pretty clear. Um, I am FKNL8. So just somebody who's, I'm, I'm, they're running late. Uh, you know, I guess they, you don't need the vulgarity to get that message across, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess, um, okay. Okay. Here we go. This lady is now, this is a, this is from the intercept by the way. So this is, this is like a whole long thing talking. This is an interview with this lady and it's actually pretty great. Um, this is in the intercept. Yes. That's um, really funny. And, okay. and it says, <laughs> I'm working on a design for a large vinyl wrap for my van. It's, it'll say tits out in huge letters with a diagonal red streak with swear words filling the whole thing. So she's really, you know, this is like uh, she wants to go to the Supreme court with this. I think at some point, uh, like if the lyrics to the song "Shit Piss Fuck" by Blink One Eighty Two were made into a giant obnoxious decal, it might make this just make the state wish they hadn't even worried about obscene vanity plates, offensive vanity plates. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, these guys. Uh, this is like this is what the First Amendment. Like you know, prior, this is prior restraint. Pretty clearly, there's not really a good justification for it other than we think that obscene. You know, like no mean words on license plates. Um, let's see. Uh, for instance, there's a guy named David Montenegro whose legal na- whose legal name is Human. I don't know what's what's going on with that. Successfully sued the New Hampshire the, the DMV after in New Hampshire officials rejected his application for a cop's lie vanity plate. Um, they didn't allow that, but he 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 agreed instead to issue a G R A G O V T. So great government is what he got instead. So this is like a, this is a first amendment battlefield here, I guess. That Um, is as a New Hampshire native, that is like a very New Hampshire legal battle to be in. Cause like, first of all, I think vanity plates are really cheap there. Cause everyone has one. Like they are, I have never seen more vanity plates than in New Hampshire. And second, it's full of like libertarian civil liberties psychos who like love to fight the government about 
extremely inconsequential issues. So yeah, I can I can see this guy's probably running for like the mayor of Keene, New Hampshire, and is going to win. And like the fact that his name is Human is just part of that. Like there's a there's a famous local politician there whose uh, name is Nobody, and he's like a libertarian guy. And it's like oh, nobody for mayor because I think mayors are oppressive or whatever. Oh okay, it's It's not a reference to the. It's pretty good. I mean, he's got some good campaign signs. I will say that. It's like family circle style. Like, I don't know. Um, Yes. Like, who (laughs) ate this pie or I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Also, Shelby, I I do need to put in a formal request of of you clipping Patty saying, if you're going to ride my ass, at least pull my hair. We need that on the soundboard. Yeah. I mean, there's a few more, actually. I just put a picture of the back of the milk mobile here in in the chat. Um, There's a couple that were not listed on there. Um uh, there's one that says caution. This vehicle makes sudden stops at your mom's house. Um, which why is uh, it got... sudden? That's you true. Planning it was just yeah. impulsive. Yeah. You're just in the neighborhood, I guess. And you must stop. Um, the, <laughs> the, apparently the, the, the name of this car is the hashtag two Oh seven shit box or somebody. Is, I'm not Cause it's listed as two Oh seven shit boxes. So it's like a Ripley's believe it or not thing. I'm not really yeah. clear. It's um, like a Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Yes, that's that's actually probably, yeah. Um, and she also got a custom, if you could see below the town and country uh, thing on the left side, instead of the model of the car, it says shitbox. So that yeah. was, I don't know how, I don't know how custom that is, but it definitely was a, um, more involved than a sticker. So I don't know if that would be banned by the, uh, I mean, it wouldn't be banned by the license plate thing. I don't know if there's just a general obscenity law they would try to get her on, but, um, I'm not offended by like any of this, except that it see it's like everything about this just says like I regret my children, and that to <laughs> me is like kind of the bummer about it. Like not yeah. the milfs, not the like tit stuff. It's like I wish I could be a wh- a whore, but I have I have to cart my kids around in this minivan, and that's very sad to yeah. me. Once you have children, you're still a, a lady. You're still like out there trying to be funny and have a good time just because you have kids doesn't mean that you don't like that that's true yeah you don't need to you don't need to button it up i mean yeah i, I would say you that can it's, still make bumper you know, sticker jokes yes. uh the offense is more that it's uh like kind of it's like kind of corny maybe it's like it's like those uh you know those stickers where the um it's like a family with like the parents and then the kids mm. and the dog and all that but sometimes you'll see somebody that has one and it's like the family with the parents, the kids. And then there's like a guy in a Jason mask with a chainsaw who's going to kill the family, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It's like, first of all, like, I, I don't know what that what you're trying to say about. <laughs> like, I don't know what that sticker is supposed to say about who you are or what that I hate families or something. But um, it's like that level of humor, which is not, you know, it's not for me, but I don't think it should be illegal. That's kind of where I'm at. on it. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Or like Calvin um, pissing on your family. <laughs> that would be a good one calvin pissing on just the words the nuclear family or or <laughs> yeah or uh uh mainstream uh I, yeah i don't even know what the um um but yeah so you know this lady uh i, I think she should if she's gonna sue or whatever she should win i think these the, the pull trying to pull these people's advantage uh, especially because most of these are you know pretty tame i mean if this guy was secretary of state of maine in 1989 he's like very old um, so, you know, he could just turn to a puff of dust if he sees the wrong kind of swear, I guess. So that's part of the concern, maybe. But he's um, very concerned that they will invent a new, more powerful type of swear that will kill him on on impact. Yeah. Um, I, you know, 
Yeah. If it, if you if you show one of these license plates, for instance, to a pilgrim, they would just drop dead. They would yeah. they would not be able to handle the uh, offensiveness. Um, yeah, like the one that says I D G A F U K, like telling a pilgrim that you don't give a fuck would kill them. I guess is the you know. Yeah, <laughs> I would really never mean. say that to a pilgrim. <laughs> Just going back yeah. in time and waiting on Plymouth, like or on Provincetown, Provincetown, or where they actually landed, and just yelling that, and then they just turn around and go back. They're like, we can't, we can't stay here. It's Change the course of human history <laughs> for yelling swears at a pilgrim. It's like they're saying they don't give a fuck. I, we can't, we can't risk this. It's we're back to uh, not having freedom of religion. Uh, we got to get back to, we got to get back to uh, to, to England. Um, so yeah, so I don't know. This seems like. This law is going to pass, but then gets struck down. This is like a one of those weird things that they think they're going to get away. You know, it's it's like the uh, uh, clearly on their face constitution unconstitutional uh, like limits on abortion and things like that, where like the legislature passes it to make a point and then it gets struck down. Probably, I guess I don't know, um, but you never know. I guess if this goes all the way to the Supreme Court, um, maybe we'll have people saying it's it's inappropriate to swear and we need to go back to you know uh, which way Western man. Um, and just cathedrals and not swearing. And then, uh, um, those know. are like really the two things I associate with history cathedrals and not swearing. That's right. That's what people were like much more polite there. in the olden times. And that's how things, I can't imagine that's true, right? It's extremely not, it's obviously okay. not true. I okay. mean, people have been people forever. I don't think that's really, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Um, they just didn't have bumper stickers, um, yeah. to express kind of that kind of stuff. They just presumably screamed it in the middle of the, uh, town square or whatever, but sure. Anyway, uh, thumbs down to the main legislature. Um, and thumbs thank up you to, to the MILF mobile. That's right. Um, and, uh, thank you to NC hammer three, two, six for that story. Uh, got it in right under the buzzer. Okay. Number Let's one, do number one. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. It's the tiny cow. Um, are you guys familiar with the tiny cow? Did you see the tiny cow? Tiny cow. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. I first saw the tiny cow. I want to say like on Thursday or Friday and have not really been too far in my mind from the tiny cow since then. Um, it's, I would also just- like to issue a formal apology <laughs> to Patty. Uh, cause we have a group text with everyone who does the show and we sometimes send stories to it and, uh, I can, I can read the, okay. So, Patty sent the tiny cow at, let's see here. This is, we're just getting into the, I think you should leave courtroom sketch territory. Okay. 10.30 a.m. Uh, Patty sends, the, the crowds defy COVID lockdown to see tiny cow. And then there's a bunch of texts around it about other, other things. Um, and then at 10.48 p.m., 12 hours later, I send the link to the story about the tiny cow and Patty immediately responds. I sent the tiny cow last night and was ignored. Glad to see people are catching up. (laughs) So I really apologize that the tiny cow was not, you know, honored and respected the way it should have been. I was just surprised that the tiny cow didn't get any kind of reaction. I know it was sandwiched in between like uh, we were doing like, I don't know, business related stuff or something talking about plans for the live show or whatever. But like, yeah, we're talking I mean, about how to get our taxes lowered as small business owners. That that, was yeah, we were talking about how, that's right. How the government needs to stop uh, stepping on, you know, stepping on our neck collectively. Um, 
I'm just going to put the tiny cow in the chat just so you guys have the tiny cow. Um, I mean, we've all seen it, but I will look at it again. Right. I mean, no it's, problem. It's, it's hard not to. Oh, I'm sending it direct. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> direct message it to me. For yeah, some I don't reason. know why that was set like that. <gasps> um, oh, wow. I I didn't see the tiny cow with a regular yeah. cow. Yeah, it's Amazing. pretty good. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just, you know, um, the t- so anyway, so the story about the tiny cow, um, this is in Bangladesh and, um, it's Ronnie is the name of the cow, 51 centimeters tall. Um, very small. Uh, Ronnie in Bengali means that's right. Yes. And beautiful. Uh, so there you go. So, uh, yeah. And, and I guess, um, it's blowing up all over the news there. And, uh, you know, despite there being a shutdown because of, uh, record coronavirus infections and deaths. And despite the, uh, uh, very low uh, vaccination rate. Um, there were big crowds to, to check out the cow. And, you know, I would never advocate for violating lockdown um, in a situation like that where it's clearly very unsafe and, and, you know, people are at risk. But, I mean, look at the cow. That's all I really would say, you know. I don't. Yeah. I would absolutely be one of the thousands that defy lockdown. Yeah, like, I, I don't condone it, but I do very much understand it. Yeah. Like, we are only human, and this cow is so cute. It's very small. And its name is Ronnie, which means queen. Come on. Yeah. I mean, she's, you know, uh, <laughs> apparently. All right. So the, the manager of the farm, I guess, um, he he said, uh, people come long distances despite the lockdown. Most want to take selfies with Ronnie, which, of course, obviously. I don't know how you would work the angle exactly. I guess you just have the cow, like, kind of in the background and you take the Put picture. Put Ronnie in the Museum of Ice Cream. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. I mean, that's. It's like a little ice cream. Yeah. Uh, more than 15,000 people have come to see Ronnie in the past three days alone. Um, honestly speaking, we are tired, which I completely understand. And, and Ronnie's probably tired and probably fed up. Um, so, um, yeah, I guess, I mean, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Never said someone who came from a neighboring town. Um, so I I love this idea. Yeah. I mean, this is like, neither have we, I mean, who could have seen this? And man, She's so cute. I there's got there's something like wrong with her though, right? Like, is she gonna be okay? I hope she's gonna be okay. I, Actually, yeah. you know what? Don't tell me if she's not gonna be okay. I don't want to know. Yeah, is she a baby cow or an adult cow? She is twenty three months old, so she is not a baby. Okay. Um, dwarf cow. Yeah, yeah, she's never gonna it's, grow. You know, it's probably has to do with breeding pools and things like that. Um, so there probably are some genetic. <laughs> Uh, infirmities that come with being uh, 51 centimeters tall when you're when cows are normally uh, you know quite larger than that but um, if you, you know, could look at if her. they could make cows this small healthily and ethically would you get one as a pet I mean I think I think yeah I don't know. I, I, might. I don't know if, if I'm if I'm ranking animals that you if you could get a small version of an animal. I don't know if cow would be number one on my list, but I mean, give me your top three because that's like the holy grail for like you know the, what if you could have like a little elephant walking around and it wasn't get bigger you know that kind of that is that your situation. number one? I'm curious about everybody's top three. If you can I mean, make an animal pet sized, I don't know. Let me think here. Um, elephant would definitely be high up. Um, hmm. I think I think bear is up there for me. Yeah, bear would be good. Yeah, I was gonna say three bears. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But that's only because you want to feel like you're a bond. <laughs> I thought I was thinking I'm gonna act stuff out with them. 
Three yeah. bears of slightly varying sizes so yeah. that they can all have each slightly varying sizes of stuff. Yeah. I just think there's like several fairy tales where there's multiple bears. So I think we'd have like a couple things we could do on stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they are sort of immediately like yeah. background mm-hmm. actors. I'm the lead. So you know you're three the bears star. One of me. Right. You're the lead. Yeah, you're the yeah. you're the yeah you're the lead. I don't know if I have, I, I don't think I have better logic than that for any of my choices. I'm trying to think. <laughs> um, yeah, a bear would be good. I, w- I worry about things that are like. I mean, what's the temperament like on on you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that do they have the same temperament they would have in the wild if they're small? Because that's a little bit of a risk. I feel like because like a little hippo would be would be cool, but they're like terrifying. But most yeah. of why they're terrifying, I guess, is that they're big. So maybe that I would just be. I still want reduced. a little one to be mad at me though. Yeah. I mean, would he, he like, um, I, I'm not going to lie. I would stick with dog. It's hard to improve on a dog. Like it's. Imagine if you could get a dog that's small. Just like the. I have a dog and he rules and I wouldn't want him to be any other animal. And I would, in fact, I would want (laughs) many of him. I understand that. I understand that you didn't ask if I wanted to clone my dog, but the answer to whatever you asked is yeah. that I would like to clone is, my is dog. like a new dog person since she has a dog. Like before that, we would pass a puppy on the street and she'd be like, that's fun. Like it wouldn't mean anything to her. And now she loves dogs. Now you're into it. Your like biological yeah. dog owner clock got activated. It really did. We adopted Nico at the beginning of last year. And what a journey it's been. He's so cool. He's what kind really of dog nice. is he? Um, he is a Siberian <gasps> husky. He really likes oh to hold God. hands a lot. Amazing. Um, and he also sneezes <laughs> for attention. That That's, rocks. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, yeah, now that you mentioned dogs in general, I mean, if I could get like a big, like, I don't, like, I, mostly because I live in small, a small place and have lived in small places for like, you know, however long that I've been living in New York now, but like big dog, also big dogs tend not to be hypoallergenic, which is a whole different thing. Um, but, uh, if I could get like a typically big dog, but in like a small form, like sort of like a perma puppy type deal, I think that would be also be pretty good. So I, I would be in good. favor of that. Like a little, and like a, is- like a Bernese mountain dog puppy, but he's just like always stays like he's that kind of thing. That'd he stays good. small, but he still has the, big giant paws that yes. puppies that grow into big dogs have. Yeah. Top, those big giant paws, one of the top dog features I think you can have. Yeah. Which again brings me back to the cow. Like I think this cow is so cute. I think I would love to have a, a cow as a pet, but hoofs really, really take it down a notch as far as like cuddliness, a thing with hooves, like with hard rocks on the end of its feet. Not great. You yeah. know, you can't like snuggle with it. It's gonna like act. It's gonna be uncomfortable. You know, it's too bad. And they're not like socialized to be like that either. Like a cow is just like, all right, like get, get away from me. I'm not like you know. They're pretty ex- sweet, honestly. But like they're not like cuddly because they don't because there's no analog for that kind of behavior because they're so big, right? I mean, I, I feel guess like that's there's true. No, like so you have to see, I guess what what developed. Um, we gotta well, we gotta check Ronnie out. See what Ronnie's up to. Yeah, I mean, we gotta get the next flight. Um, no, I, I, wait. I, oh, wait, there's a really sad caption on this picture. It says Ronnie is reported to be frightened of other cows and spends most of her time alone, which I totally understand. I think, um, she's like a, what, like 
15% of their size, maybe, <laughs> like, generously. I'm so sad for her. Someone, I mean, I, I, she, she, I guess she doesn't really understand the, uh, the concept of being popular, but at least she has that, you know? It's lonely at the top, being the most famous cow. Maybe she's just a diva, you know? Yeah, she's really, she's hard to work with. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> That's what we're it's hearing. Difficult. Actors are That's always true. smaller that than you true. think. Yeah, proportionally, you know. I mean, she also looks like, um, I think because she's kind of like uh, a little hunched up maybe because of all the uh, stuff going on genetically, um, she looks like yoked. Like she looks like she's she's very uh, powerful. kind of jacked, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's just, like I said, a, a function of the sort of uh, circumstances that led to her being the size she is. But um, She looks like, um, do you remember that bodybuilder child, Little Hercules? Yes. She she looks like little Hercules. She does look like little Hercules. Her back's a little weird. I'll say it if no one else is going to say it. <laughs> yeah, her back looks a little weird. There's like a hunch, we'll say. There's or some like, bone or something that's yeah. weird, or like a ridge. But I mean, these other. I mean, the, the yeah, maybe that's just like a little because there's a, there's a cow, there's a cow later in the story. The current Guinness World Records holder, uh, Manikyam, um, is 61 centimeters high. So that is. Oof, almost ten, uh, 10 centimeters higher. So really got wow. just completely uh, destroyed by Ronnie here. Um, but Kick she's rocks, Manicam. It's over yeah, for you. I mean, you. she's pretty cute. She's, you know, eating some hay and stuff in this in this uh, Guinness Records video. She's got a nice, um, like a flower necklace. Got a little flower crown. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. So anyway, but yeah, so that's, and she's got kind of the same ridge deal. So maybe that's just a, uh, you know, um, let's see. I think that's just part of it. Yeah. And do we want to talk about the horse, Kath, or do we want to leave the horse? Uh, so, so as part of the sort of our large and small animal uh, 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 coverage here, I guess um, the world's tallest horse uh, has uh, has passed away, which feels appropriate in a way. Uh, tiny animal and large animal, sort of sunrise, sunset type thing. Um, this uh, the, the horse is uh, yeah. 20 years old. Uh, his name was Big Jake, and he was from Wisconsin. And uh, six foot ten, Big Jake. It's weird because, like, I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if the world's tallest human was also a guy named Big Jake from Wisconsin. That's like, true. it just it just feels appropriate that that's where this that's the the character of this giant horse, you know? Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's like I. Look, this is a this is I presumably a Hindu cow. Maybe uh, Big Jake has been reincarnated. As Ronnie, you know, lived his life as a big, tall horse. Just now he's sick, a little cow. Sick of being too big. Wanted to try something <laughs> different. Um, yeah, I mean, and it seems like he's pretty, like he's just like a horse, but bigger. There's not a lot of like weird, um, there's not like any genetic seeming issues. He's just a giant, like a big ass horse. Um, he also looks like he might have the famous person thing, though, where like their head is really big, you know? Yeah. Well, some of that's perception, though, right? When you see someone who's fam- at least for me, I feel like if you see someone who's like really famous in public in some way, it's like they're on like big head mode, like in a video game, because like, their features it, are so because you recognize their face yeah. and you're like ah, like it creates like a. So- oh, I thought you just meant because like celebrities have a few, have big heads. They do. <laughs> yeah, like you know, temperamentally speaking. Oh yeah, no, I just mean like literally, they have a big head. I feel like they have like a lot of face real estate a lot of yeah. times, like big head and big face. Yeah. That is when I've like run into a famous person. Yeah, I think s- smaller than 
average, and like big face a lot of the time. But yeah, except when I saw RuPaul, who is like somehow larger in person than on TV, which is like very unusual to me. That is unusual. So who? Huge. I'm trying to figure out. I saw saw her uh, out of drag, still very large. I can only imagine with like a giant wig on, just towering over everyone else. But Big Jake, Big Jake actually, he was only six foot ten, which like I would expect a large horse to be larger than that. I know that's tall, but like there are people taller than that. That's surprising to me. Yeah. I would think the tallest horse would be taller than the tallest person. Yeah, but horses are long and not tall, though, right? Like, if you're measuring if a horse is big. Well, anyway, look. But <laughs> welcome to Ronnie, although Ronnie's been around for two years. Uh, goodbye to Big Jake, and thank you for everything to Big Jake. It's kind of The circle of it. life. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> thank you for everything. R.I.P. Um, well, before we go, I know, uh, we, ha- we, ha- we have a-, a heart out pretty soon. Um, Brody and Dylan, what would you guys like to plug? Um, I would like, first of all, we have a podcast on Patreon called Lecture Hall, um, where Dylan and I, uh, there's like a lot of, uh, you learn stuff. There's a lot of drama and Dylan and I, um, are constantly getting tricked by what turns out what turns out to be a CGI uh uh like <laughs> That's happened to us on this show so, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so check that out. Dylan, do you want to plug anything uh in um, general? Uh like any any reality show where there's like children competing. Check it out. Yeah. Master Junior Master Chef Junior has a really great clip on YouTube uh, where an eight year old girl uh, says the word rusticity and she's not kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's really scary. So I, I wanted yeah. to plug that too. Perfect. Well, check those out Lecture Hall and that clip on YouTube of Master Chef Junior. Uh, thank you so much for being here, guys. We'll we'll tally the votes of uh, we'll tally all two votes. Yeah, of who gets to be the co-host? Yeah, if you want to send okay. any final appeals, you can send us an okay, email or something. You. you know, just to, yeah, and, I mean, and whatever work. you decide is fine, and do what's in your heart, and don't let us sway you. Like we don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> appreciate that. We appreciate that exactly. autonomy. We want. We we don't care about individual success when there's a podcast that's that could beautiful. be succeeding. You know, I think that's nice. <laughs> well thanks guys uh we will uh yeah we'll we'll, we'll put a link to all that in the description it's time for plugs again uh as we as we mentioned at the beginning of the show uh we have a live show coming august 5th 7 p.m thursday night at caveat in new york um and uh we have in-person and live stream tickets link in the description to all the information um you gotta show proof of vaccine uh and you gotta be over 21 neither of those i guess if you're doing the live stream but for in person those are required and uh, we got a, a discount code uh, for patrons that's already been sent out um, through the Patreon. Um, so, yeah, check that out. Definitely uh, come hang out. We're going to have a, a great guest as well. Um, and uh, speaking of Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash pod is the best place to support the show. We got lots of bonus episodes, all kinds of stuff like that. We got the video of the Death Nut Challenge, which we are all still recovering from psychologically, if not physically at this point. And... Uh, we got a, a goal currently set up, uh, and we're getting close actually already. Um, at 1,300 patrons, we're going to do a uh, movie commentary track. 
of Fate of the Furious, which is the most recent uh, Fast and the Furious until before F9, obviously, math-wise. Uh, and As of uh, today, we are 21 patrons away from doing that. So we're, so we're, close. we're very close. Um, I I have seen it years ago. I don't really remember it. Um, any, everything after like five kind of blends together for me. So it'll be like me seeing it again for the first time. And uh, uh, Eli and Kath have not seen it. So <clears throat> so that'll be cool. Uh, so definitely check that out. Patreon.com slash what a time pod. And uh, I'm about to cough. So forgive me for that. One second. <clears throat> um, yeah. So uh and at 2,000 patrons, we're going to do the NFL Combine. That's the one thing that we always uh, uh, say. So, um, patreon.com slash pod. Plus, you get the, the bonus uh, uh, money off um, on the tickets for the live show. It basically pays for itself uh, this coming month. So, think about yeah, it that Yeah, that's true. It's, it's a $5 a month subscription at the basic level. And if you're interested in watching the show, you get a $5 off coupon. So, uh, yeah, first month is basically free if you want to watch the live show. Let's check it out. So think about that. All kinds of stuff on there. Very fun. Um, other than that, we got uh, we got the the merch at uh, whatatimepod.bigcartel.com. Um, we got all kinds of great stuff on there, including the Goblin Stance shirt and uh, other in d- design generally shirt and mug that uh, Eli did, which is very popular and uh, very fun. Um, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. Uh, that seems to be a positive thing for the show. Um, uh, Discord. Uh, there's a lot of cool folks hanging out on there and, uh, you can get on there for free. If you are at the $10, uh, patron level, um, you can, uh, get into the private channels. Um, there's a link to that to join in the description as well. What a time pod on Twitter. What a time pod on Instagram. Um, we're on YouTube. What a time to be alive. Um, you can just search. There's a channel, put clips up and uh, what a time podcast at gmail.com is the email address. I don't have anything to plug personally other than just, I guess on Patty Moe and all the stuff, but, uh, but that's it for me. I have um, a show on this Wednesday at Central Organic. So, or no, wait, maybe it's this Friday. It's follow me on Twitter, Kath Barbadoro. I have a show in Bushwick this week, and then I have a show in Williamsburg next week. Um, So please get on my social media if you're in the New York City area and you would like to see me do comedy. Um, I have another podcast called Lie, Cheat, and Steal, which is a true crime podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. We just released a free episode about uh, the Iraqi dinar scams. Uh, that I think is a pretty fun one um, on the free feed. And then we have a Patreon uh, only, you know, a bonus feed where we do two episodes a month as well. So you can sign up for that. Patreon.com slash lie, cheat, and steal, A-N-D. Um, I'm Kath Barbadoro on social media, as I said. And uh, yeah, I think that's all I have to plug. Thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody. Also, I guess I'll plug that it's my birthday today. So um, Wait, what? On t- today when the episode comes out not currently oh okay I was like wait <clears throat> burying the lead but no when this comes out it is yeah. your birthday so, when this uh, comes out say happy birthday I know happy. everyone yeah. here joins me in wishing you a very happy birthday that's right, that's right. <laughs> okay bye <Yeah>. everyone <laughs> bye bye